Let's play a theme song, guys. Yeah, uh huh. You know what it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dynamic Panel. My name is Joseph, and I'll be your host and spiritual guide through the most important news stories of the week. With me, of course, is a man that's funnier than Jeff Ross eating a roast beef sandwich. He's comedian David Allen Freitas. Yo, what's up, you guys? I am that funny, and... Uh... Most of the time, that fat. And uh, we got a guy whose uh, Tinder profile just has a recipe for chicken adobo. Mark Mangare is on the program. Hey, guys. Um, it's a lot of salt and a lot of soy sauce. The winning combination. <laughs> and uh, we got a very special guest. He's a comedian coming out from Los Angeles, a very funny man. Let's welcome Matt Egger. Matt, thank you for being on the show. Oh, it's such an honor, boys. Matt, we are so excited. We, like, I just saw a YouTube video of you with like 2 million views of, of you talking about taking drugs with Ari Shafir. What, what has that video done for your career? Um, well, that was the uh, first time I was on TV. That came out and I, I, we shot that in 2015. And uh, yeah, it opened a lot of uh, doors for me. But you know what the crazy thing about that? And you, you were just telling me before we started recording that you were just shrooming like a week ago and you wanted to, you guys want to talk about mushroom stories, you know, that story is true. Um, and that happened while the, in the midst of that night that I'm talking about, uh, there's this moment, you know, when you're, when you're really fucking, when you're flying and you could like see the future sometimes, like you get a glimpse, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what did you see? <laughs> I may or may not know what you're talking about. Well, it's just like, it's just like, you don't even know. It feels like the future. It's not even, you can't even tell what it is, but you see the vision. And I remember thinking yeah. like, you know, all this crazy shit happened while we were out there tripping, we were camping. And, uh, and I, I remember thinking clearly just, I could hear myself think it. It was like, uh, I'm going to talk about this on TV one day. Oh, I thought, I, knew I thought you were going to go with, like, I'm going to talk about this on Dynamic Panel, which hasn't even existed back then. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all way you really didn't see the future, yeah. Because I, I didn't even see the Comedy Central stuff. I saw this. <laughs> yeah. Just two words randomly are coming to me, Dynamic and Panel. Hey, this is all I know. Like a medium. <laughs> Three years uh, before even meeting David, yeah. But Yo, yeah, so I, I, it's funny. It's like that happened, and it, like, uh, kind of through the mushrooms manifested itself into a real thing. You know, I, at the time there was never any prospects of that, of me getting on TV talking about that. There was nothing like that happening. As a matter of fact, I was only there that night eating mushrooms because all my <laughs> friends got a, a job on Comedy Central and I didn't. So they all had to work. And I was like, fuck them, I'm gonna go work. <laughs> yeah, you're myself. like, dude, whatever. I'm just gonna eat mushrooms and hopefully one day I'll do it too. Wait, wait, hold on. You yeah. were on mushrooms <laughs> while story. you were, while you're, performing on the on that video no 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 okay. what i'm saying is i was on mushrooms when i i oh, knew for the that story, for day, story. Yeah. i'm gonna have to talk about this and uh that was the moment so yeah, no i don't i don't know if i can say i i manifested as much when i took them i was i went to the bathroom i was staring at the wall the wall kind of like breathed and then i had like a conversation with the wall and it was it said to me uh it said to me you can't move me motherfucker i'm a wall 
and then I left the bathroom because I was like, <laughs> did the oh, wall have like Samuel Jackson's voice or something? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I think it was. It wasn't a black wall. That's not what I was saying. Like, uh, <laughs> like black mirror, going. like a low budget black mirror, black wall. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, I like so I found out that I can't move walls. <laughs> I, I can't believe if walls could talk, they're just kind of dicks about it. <laughs> if these walls could talk, they would use like, it. Yeah, you can't move me, motherfucker. Like, I wasn't going to move you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even trying to move you. trying to take a but... shit in here, man. <laughs> try me. Try me. <laughs> yeah, but, it's lax. Yeah, I'm not going to try you. But Matt, has, has, the, has the video kind of like ruined your life in a sense? Because does everyone just assume you're on drugs all the time? Because that's where a lot of people know you. No, I mean, they assume I have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and what percentage I, to, I get true. people DMing me all the time. I mean, you know, my, my girlfriend, she's a comedian also, and she gets like DMs by what we call reply guys, right? Like these got these fucking horny dudes that uh just hit her up. And uh my reply guys are all just people looking for drugs. <laughs> so they slide in and like, yo, can I get some fungus? Like, like we're, we're like we're boys. <laughs> What, what, what's the, what's like, the reply guy ratio do you get every week? That's just uh, your true fans versus people. It, it, it's probably more. It's probably more like at least three times a month. Somebody, some stranger is going to come in and like, hey, I saw this video. Uh, you know, where can I get the the fungus in L.A.? And it's like, that was a joke, guys. Guys, guys but, uh, are sliding into your I do DMs. Have two friends. Guys are sliding into your DMs for mushrooms, and they're sliding into your girlfriend's DMs with mushrooms exactly no i don't know that was a stretch <laughs> I, I i wasn't sure if that was a, a like a dick joke like the mushroom joke. like <laughs> yeah. but i like what you did i like the effort david good job yeah, uh, thanks. yeah thanks so mark how many times have you messaged matt on on twitter <laughs> i've definitely created different instagram accounts oh that was just a message matt yeah for that purpose yeah yeah some sometimes i just send him a mushroom emoji yeah. Maybe he'll get it. But a week I never wanted to get, I didn't want to be like, you know, known as a mushroom comedian ever, but <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like, know there was a such thing called imitate life. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, but that's, that's like the line that I feel like we, we walk along, right. As comedians. I mean, we're able to have fun, maybe lose our shit sometimes, but really like we're still on, we're still on track. And that's like, you can do that with mushrooms, with, with weed. Some people can do it with a harder shit, but. That's well, an interesting think... concept. Do, do people get typecast as comedians as like this is the druggy guy and this is the yeah? I mean, whatever you know, it is. happened. It's happened to me. It definitely it happens to. It's like, you know, some of the first good jokes I wrote, uh, which took a long time to write good jokes. But once I actually had good stuff, and the reason why they got they were good was because there's at least you know five to seven years of just straight up bombing before I got to him and talking about things that had nothing to do with me, just observate, trying to be funny. Um, then I started talking about what I know. And at the time I had started smoking weed when I was 25 and I'd already been a comedian for about four years. So like once, once I, once, you know, I'd never altered my mind before that really. So then I had something to talk about. I felt like, so I started talking about what it was like being high and it was like the first thing, the first kind of jokes that were working that I've ever really was when I really when I was writing jokes that were real bangers for the first time, they had to do with uh, weed or, you know, which eventually led to mushrooms. And I've had all these mushroom jokes. Well, hold on. Uh, were the comedians peer pressure you to take drugs? <laughs> What's that? Was the, were the 
the, were the comedians peer pressuring you to take drugs? Is that the story? No, no way, <laughs> Joseph. There's no way say, any comedian would ever peer pressure another comedian into taking not, a drug. It's not peer pressure, though. It's, it's they inspired me to okay. do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were like, you'll get a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Recognition. <laughs> I was doing stand-up for years before I would touch weed. For years. And all my friends were stoners. And I was always, I had to learn to pass the joint, not be like, no, I'm good. You got to know, you keep it moving. You know, like these yeah, are yeah. things you know about when you, you don't smoke weed, but you hang out with exclusively stoners. So would you say your, com- your comedy career improved quite a bit as soon as you started taking drugs at 25? Is that what it sounds like? If I were to be honest, yes. And, and, and here's the thing, dude. It's um, done the before, same for me too, actually. <laughs> well, before that, before that, I was very serious about not having a drink before I go on stage, not using any substance because I wanted to feel the burn of nerves because it's horrifying and i wanted to get that i knew i knew this was going to take a long time to get good at because all the practice that we we get is on stage so when people see us up there you know we're practicing it's like if you go to the gym but that's the actual you know that's the the main event you know yeah, everything like that's we the go, competition like the right it's like yeah so it's like all eyes on us so you i i was you know, I was a young guy. I was 21 years old when I started stand-up. So there was a lot of nothing to talk about. I had no life experience. You know, I'm making fun of like fucking... Your history teacher you in know. high school? I mean, worse than that, like birds jerking Airplane off. Airplane food. Yeah. yeah. Air- well, dude, funny you say that. Because it's like, for me, it, Bob Dylan once said, when you, when, when you learn to write music, or you, when you learn to play music, you're playing other people's stuff to learn how to play the guitar right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I kind of maybe in a lot of ways sounded like some of my favorite comedians, not that I had their jokes, but I would think like they did. And I watched so much stand up. I mean, I was a fan way before I was a comedian. And you would structure your jokes just like those comedians. Yeah, I would see how they do it. You know what I mean? And also when I first started stand up, I worked at the comedy store. Um, and so like as a door guy, I would watch the best and uh, I would see how they would do it. Um, it wasn't until, you know, the first thing that changed was I got good at bombing. Like before I, like, you know, there's this fight or flight response in all of us. And when you're up there and it's not going well and you hit the, that, you know, the silence hits you and they look at you and they're waiting for something. And, uh, you know, you can either curl up and da, 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 and, you know, and you see people go in that shell when they're bombing or you fight through it and there's something that breaks through that you couldn't have even planned for. You know, my real voice in comedy was the guy that was bombing. Like once I got pushed to the wall, all the things I wrote before going in, all the, the attempts at comedy that didn't work were all out the window and all that was left was, was me. And I had to do something with it. And I got good at things not going well. So then I figured, well, why don't I just go up like I already bombed, like with it all, you know, just go up as me as possible. And when I started doing that, I started accidentally riffing out, you know, what is there to talk about if I don't know what I'm going to say? And then, well, I'm, uh, I'm fucking high right now, guys. <laughs> and then I'm sure being high was helping with the bombing too, right? Because you started getting drugs and you were more accepting of bombing. Well, yeah, and I was practicing. I stopped, you know, I started smoking weed before I'd go on stage, um, which I don't, condone anymore and I wouldn't recommend anyone do I mean it's good every now and then to practice you know with a different mindset and uh, sometimes your shit could catch fire and you're like way better than you are because just all the chemicals hit just right um but uh it's not a good way to um 
to practice all the time because right. you're, you're actually missing out on your pacing and, and the beats and the timing, which is everything in comedy. Exactly. Like I was going to say, like to add on to that, because I've, I've seen comics go up like super high and, and uh, do well, sure. But then I've also seen them be really high and then just totally bomb. But yeah. then they're just kind of like missing the push on factor. They're just kind of like coasting in this mental you know, pause breaks my like, <laughs> and they're going yeah, way and they're taking too much. And I'm, I say they, but I'm talking about myself when I was younger. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, what happens is you're 25 years old, you're smoking weed for the first time. So you're doing everything that you used to do high for the first time, go to the movies high. I've never done that. Swim in a pool high. I've never done that. Play with a dog high, you know, uh, hook up Get with a high, high. high, you know, like all these things that, that I do but I've never experienced that way. So of course it was only, I was going to come down to stand up, and you know, I probably accidentally killed high one time, maybe one of the first times I did that. And I chased the dragon for a good year, you know, and it wasn't ever the same. I mean, sometimes I had these great moments, but um, you know, when I listen, I record all my sets. So when I listen to them, it was just nonsense. You know, a lot of silence, a lot of me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was killing. It was like I was the one guy laughing. So, well, I hope the moral of the story is for any aspiring comedian out there: find the right amount of high to get before our show. That seems the right to be show to awesome. get high. The right show to get high on. Or if you haven't started, you should. <laughs> Apparently, right. makes you a yeah. great comedian. There's a lot to take from what I just said. You know, you you you, you make up what what you want to do. Anyway, let's get to our news stories. Uh, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, what we do is we talk about the most important news stories of the week. And it should come to no surprise that our first story is Tesla CEO Elon Musk to host Saturday Night Live on May 8th. Matt, you're a comedian. What, if you were in the writer room of, of SNL, Elon Musk is sitting in front of you. What is your skit idea? Well, I'd probably use him as little as possible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like make fun of him while he's like well, in the Well, first of all, I'd probably, if I was in the writing room, I'd be like, hey, so does this mean, if he's the host this week, does, does that mean our budget's different? Like, what can we, can you bring some of them holograms in, Elon? Like, let's, like, what, let's bring back old cast members that are dead. Yeah, yeah can we get Michael Jackson on? on yeah, I want this John Belushi. I want Prince to perform. And we have a skit in the moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're actually on the moon. It was like for yeah. 15 seconds, but they, they cost like $2 million to fly up there or something. He's like, I got it while I'm here. Um, he uh, seems like an awkward dude. If you've ever heard an interview with him, he doesn't speak much. And it's very kind of like, it's hard to pull a lot out of him. So I would, I would uh, put a lot more on the performers to carry him. But ha having Elon Musk in funny positions could, you know. Yeah, so he's, he's more like a background prop for the, the other actors to, to shine there, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would, I would say, you know, if, if he's going to, I think, the, I think what, what's going to kill would have, if there's going to be killing on that show on Saturday, it's going to have to be the concept of where you put Elon Musk. It's like he almost has to play himself in every sketch. I can't see him acting, but, you know. Yeah, Mark, do you have any ideas? Or yeah, I feel like having him stand in the background is just more painful than anything i think this is gonna be a painful show i'm yeah. really hoping this is like the um, whole show is normal but elon musk is in the background of every skit like he doesn't have a single line throughout <laughs> and then in one skit he's just wearing a dog like a dog helmet <laughs> the, the coin the dog coin dogecoin yeah dogecoin helmet david do you have any skit ideas like uh him uh with a tesla that 
drives you to very specific places or something like an automatic. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I kind of agree with Matt. Like he's, he always comes off as like just the, you know how there's like, you know, there's comedians, there's funny people, there's entertainers, but then there's like the funny guy in the office. Like he just comes off as that guy, but like times a hundred, but he's still like the funny guy. Are you serious? I don't, I don't think he seems like the funny guy in the office. It's yeah, like, I agree. No, I don't know. Like I, I watched him like him because he's rich and he, he'll fire you if you don't. No, <laughs> like, no, he's, he's great. But I mean, like, here's I've the never thing. Seen I mean, you, SNL is going to have guests that you wouldn't think of. I mean, they've had politicians on, they've had people that aren't necessarily in the arts, you know? Um, and, and it's like, to, to me, it's like the funny thing about it is that it is Elon Musk. So it's almost like less is more for him. If you got him trying to play a character or trying to do something, I mean, that's going to be cringy. I can imagine. Right. You know? yeah. Hey, prove me wrong, you know? Like, uh, but, I would like to see uh, him do an impression of like Jeff Bezos or something, like a, another billionaire. That would be funny, right? If he makes fun of other billionaires and it's like they all hang out, you know, like, um, you know, they, they all go watch his rockets explode. Like he has them all over. They just talk about living on the moon while like the earth is suffering. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They should have a sketch about him like watching one of his rockets fail. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like a live cam of like, you know, a reaction video. Or like, or they're going to have like a sketch of him actually making it to Mars and like, you know, what, what all the people are like on Mars and stuff. Who he's going to be hanging out with on Mars. Yeah, I mean, that's what I love about him is that he's 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 the one guy that when they I mean, there, there's very few people on this planet that truly put their money where their mouth is. He's like, I want to go to Mars, so I'm going to fucking try. And he's literally trying. Who do we who's who else is trying? I mean, I'm sure countries are, but like this fucking dude just had a vision. And that's he's such a you know, billionaire dollars later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, now he's on SNL, so I don't know. I mean, if I mean, if, you think he's backstepping? He's back yeah, I don't know if he's like uh, <laughs> maybe maybe I should get into comedy. <laughs> I want them to like not even like not even mention that he's a billionaire and like just focus on his DJ career. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think he started like yeah, too, right? producing music. It's also the musical guest. Is that is that true? <laughs> no, Miley Cyrus. Mimes? Like, isn't he married to a musician? Oh yeah, that'd be funny if Grimes was the musical guest because yeah, she's a musician. But uh, Wait, he's married to a musician. Yeah, Grimes. He's oh, married to an idiot. Child, like yeah. some kind of like math- mathematical equation or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, what do you think Elon's motivation is for being the SNL host? Is you think he's just trying to like raise the price of Dogecoin or something? Oh yeah, he's trying to get that Dogecoin. At the end, he's just gonna say some meme thing. Um, he's he's like a Reddit kind of funny. He's like Twitter kind of funny. Where he'll like, there's gonna be an inside joke. He's gonna say like an inside joke, and no one's gonna get it, except for like the internet. Right, but it's gonna he's gonna flub it also. So it's like, <laughs> even the people that would get it are like, oh, he fu- I get it, but you fucked it up. She's <laughs> gonna be so cringe. I'm gonna watch it. I'm so excited to watch it because it might be cringe, and I'm like into that. You know, comedy performing comedy is different than just being funny. I mean, being funny is the prereq. That, at a minimum, you have to have that going for you. But the performance, like I was saying, it takes beats and timing and rhythm. And a guy like Elon Musk, which, who I don't know, I've met him once, but, I, but he, Wait, uh, he actually, yeah, yeah I met him. I got in, I saw his, you know, it's funny. He, uh, he came to the comedy store one night while I was performing. And, uh, but he, he brought in one of his Teslas. He parked and it was like total custom Tesla. 
And while he was in there watching the show, I fucking, you know, I used to be a lot guy at the store. I know, I know what I basically sat in his car just to see what it felt like. <laughs> he gave you the keys to like uh, the ballet or whatever. Yeah. We, we, yeah. They all keep the keys. So it's like, I'll be taking the, Oh my God. Like his glove you guys are young comics. Yeah, you have young comics watching Elon Musk's car. Yeah, I'm who like, wants to sit in Elon Musk's car? <laughs> I just wanted to smell it. Like you check out what yeah. CDs he has in his. Uh, smell, <laughs> smell what a billion. Yeah, you no, know you don't have CDs. He's got that chip in his brain that he just listens to whatever like he Spotify wants. Spotify is just like implanted his brain. Uh, David, are you insulted that Elon Musk is taking jobs from comedians? <laughs> uh you know what? I I don't think so. I'm proud of him. You know, I think I think if he is looking to get his start in comedy, I mean, that's the best place to start, right? Well, also, well, no, I mean, that's like the worst if you're <laughs> comedy. <laughs> like you're, you're, For the whole world. I know, it's millions of, um, No, uh, but you know, the hosts, it's like, they're not, they're not always funny people. They're just actors most of the time. It's like, yeah. Right, yeah. But no, they're I'm actors like, so they can read lines pretty well, but he's not, right. he's not even an actor. He's a, he's a billionaire. He's a CEO. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not mad at him. I'm not like, he's taking our jobs and shit. Like, I'd love like, it if he did stand. I'd, I'd watch his stand. I want him to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want him to be funny. Totally. All right. That's good. That's good that you comedians uh, are, are wishing the best for Elon. Uh, Matt, who, who do you think is a weirder host that SNL can get? Like, you, you talked about that you got politicians before. I remember, like, Trump and John McCain were, were hosts at one point. But who's even a weirder one? Like, Queen Elizabeth or something? What, what's the next step after Elon Musk? Hmm. Royalty would be interesting. Uh, Mark, do you have an idea? <laughs> yeah, they should get. They should just have an audience member, just like for a night. Oh yeah, in. that's a good idea. I, I think it should be a Make a Wish kid. It should be like some kid with cancer whose dream was yeah. to be. Yes, no. <laughs> they use the fucking the guys the guy that plays uh, uh, Jack Sparrow on Hollywood Boulevard. Let's give him a shot. Standing <laughs> yeah, out here in the sun, I kill it. He's One like, episode yeah, a year, just put a random guy in there. Yeah, he's, he's putting in the time, dude. They should get like the like the guy that plays uh, what's his name, Boba Fett from uh, the Mandalorian, or is that oh, Boba that's Fett? That's not Boba actor. Fett, huh? That's no. I know who you're talking about. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just no, get him in his mask. You know who should like, do he it? Should wear regular clothes and his mask. You know who should do it? Costume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lord <laughs> Michaels, like. Ooh, yeah, that's good. You've been judging everybody, telling everybody what to do. Let's see what you could do as a host. I think Lauren Michaels should do that right before he dies. Like he should, yeah. or like retires. Dying as is pretty morbid. I think he should do it as he dies. <laughs> that's his last last words. It's like just on like, his on his bed, and no, that's fucked like, up. That feels bad. Saturday night right. dead. Saturday night dead. Oh fuck. This has gotten pretty dark. None of Maybe you guys are gonna host SNL because of this. Lauren Michaels is gonna find out about this show. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, yeah no, I know. I, I've already ripped myself off as canceled in, in my career. <laughs> I, I've been on too many podcasts I, and I don't I have I just run it and I don't know what I'm saying and I'm sure that I'm racist somewhere <laughs> to some group. I don't know. Well, you haven't sounded off the racist alarm yet on the show, but we still got 40 minutes to go. So let's yeah. get to our next story. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long night. <laughs> Let's get to your next story. From funny to the Philippines. Uh, oh, here we go, This is where the trigger comes from. Perfect time. Perfect timing. <laughs> a priest appeals to people behind community pantries in the Philippines to not include condoms. Uh, Mark, you're a Filipino-American. Do you think uh, the normal Filipino people are overly conservative or religious that they wouldn't even let condoms in, in their community pantries? Oh, yeah. No, I think that 
like they would they're like super sensitive i sorry they buy people um the philippines is very conservative and like religious like they don't want you mentioning contraception like anything. not even mentioning it not even mentioning it. it's like it's like very taboo to talk about it sex is very taboo i didn't know what sex was because no one talked about it until uh you know i found it some your parents never had to talk to you like did you have to learn about it in like uh like a Dude, i thought video? i was just storked out until i was like <laughs> six, 17 so i was that weird kid that thought that everyone was a a stork baby you thought you thought storks fucked and then you were uh, you came out of a stork's vagina yeah basically <laughs> I, was I, I wasn't aware that's how the storks story went that's, <laughs> that's what my dad told me about the storks no i'm just kidding yeah that's a filipino uh, <laughs> a religious myth um, oh, my, my dad was my dad was christian and my stepmom was was christian so them trying to break it down to me wasn't you know wasn't much better they basically said the baby just rolls out of you and i was like Okay. Well, you just said you have a dad that has a stepmom, but isn't that a very unchristian thing to like remarry? Yeah, I mean, is that against the Bible? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. But you know, like the Bible also says a lot of shit we shouldn't do. You, you know, it's like everybody's doing what they're they're all improv in this shit. You know, yeah. like, be a yeah, good person. I don't know. As we go, that's kind. That was kind of my experience too. My my mom was like, yeah, when two people care about each other, uh, and she didn't know what to say after that. And then one of my my older brother was like. Uh, there's something down there that the baby comes out of. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. They, let's go, the way, let's go, let's the way watch Veggie Tales. Right? Yeah. The way my the way my dad wrapped it up when he was when I, I mean I had been like five or six. I was super young when I was like, wait, wait, how am I here? Then if I'm here, then how are other people getting here? And the way he said it was just like, yeah. And then uh, basically the baby just comes out. No more questions. Let's close. It was like a press conference. Like, all right, no more. <laughs> like, okay. So where did you get to learn about that, Matt? Uh, from a from a Filipino priest, apparently. Uh, that's not weird. <laughs> uh, you know what? Though, those priests, I know that you know, the Catholicism also runs on my mom's side. They're they're uh, they're a whole other race than my dad, and they're very Catholic. And they, um, yeah, so they're I'm sure they're anti condoms. And uh, you know what? I I I agree with them. I hate condoms. So. <laughs> And no, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of them either. Um, and how many also, children do you guys have? Well, I'm no. celibate right now, so no sex until uh, until we're married. Now, yeah, that's uh, that's the way to go. I right? keep saying I'm, I keep saying now, so you guys can see how painful it is now. Yeah, you're crying <laughs> a little. Yeah, my only sexual uh, partner is my fingers, and so my fingers, fingers, fingers. <laughs> are you fucking? You know something I don't? It's <laughs> got a really specific dick. technique. Right on. Listen, yeah. there's none of them. Hey, whatever <laughs> you're into, Mark, or should I say what's into you? I mean, whatever. What's, <laughs> what's in anything? Right on. What's into you? Uh, Mark, do you think the normal Filipino would want free condoms, though? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I like, think. Not the priest, but, like, the regular guys. Uh, would they want free condoms? I don't know if want's the real word, but do they need it? Probably. Will they take it? Sure. Sure. Why not? There was this, uh, there was like this festival um, back in the Philippines where there's like floats and dancers and marching bands and shit. Um, <laughs> and like my family lived in the second story and my mom like goes and like starts to like cook shit. Uh, and then, you know, like the parades, like they start throwing shit like, like candy and like 
freaking like flowers and all that stuff and then my mom like looks at us like 20 minutes later and there we just have balloons on our hands and we're just playing around with balloons and um her face turns white when she realizes that we were uh, blowing up condoms wait where'd you find the condoms they were throwing condoms out of like the like there was like this anarchist group that was just throwing condoms. That's everywhere. their Filipino definition of anarchy, just uh, promoting yeah, safe that's sex. <laughs> wow, it makes yeah, <laughs> just all Trojan condoms, and we thought it was like balloons. And they like my mom and dad, like they don't want to talk about sex, so they just kind of like rolled with it. So for the longest time, there were balloons just like in the CVS for me. <laughs> balloons behind the counter that were like suspiciously expensive for, for balloons. Right, the highest quality balloons. <laughs> High tech latex. Uh, no, happy birthday. Happy birthday balloons should be made out of condoms. <laughs> That's, yeah, they, yeah. Yes, that should be. I'm sure there's yeah, a not, clown not out not there that. condoms, though, right? That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's definitely a creepy clown out there that's making condom animals. <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should be your balloon should be uh made from the condom that was used i guess there couldn't have been a condom used when you were born never mind conceived never mind that none of that makes sense yeah it should just be made out of like, <laughs> the condoms used by your parents just, i, I think david was trying to say like the condoms should be of your dead brothers and sisters that didn't make it <laughs> that's, all, that's too many condoms though <laughs> <laughs> That's too many balloons. See, this is what we do. We help each other in comedy, David. Uh, Mark, what do you actually think should be in the community pantry? So, like, apparently, the priestess is just including rosaries in there, which I don't like. It's it's nice, but I don't think it's very helpful. I've tried fucking rosaries. Um, <laughs> tried using rosaries as condoms. Not as good. Not as good. Yeah. Five you times. Don't, you don't like the the ribbed feeling? The ribbed I thought that was pretty nice. <laughs> I tried it too one time. So it's got a nice ribbed feeling, you know. And you have to say a Hail Mary before you uh, orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, do you think the world would benefit from more condoms if, if like, like every developed country or developing country got free condoms? This sounds very yeah, genetic I I don't really like where I'm going with this. But like, right. safe sex is important, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean... Um... The environmental impact there. Yeah. Mm, Each human sure. takes a bunch of CO2. Because we all fart. A lot. Ah, fuck! You guys are smart. Damn, I shouldn't be on this podcast. I don't fit in in this thing. <laughs> um, well, these are great ideas on on each side. This is, you know, what that proves is that you know it's all life is balanced. It's like I don't want to be extreme either way. I feel like, in a way, that uh, more condoms for free given out can benefit certain things. You know, sure STDs and maybe uh, a lot of unwanted pregnancies but then you think about the environmental factor and also look at to me i'm almost like the cat i'm almost like the filipinos i think because my whole thing is like like let's go with the flow let's see what happens like you put a condom <laughs> on it's like that's not being in the moment man <laughs> like you, yeah exactly i'm right there you gotta, too, I like see how this thing progresses you know i i'm more of zen like that though like i don't yeah i, I don't like i don't like the idea of uh of like man get tinkering with evolution too much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, man tinkered with evolution. We got penicillin and we, uh, we got a bunch of vaccines. Hey, well, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Cause then you could be like, if in that same, in that same notion, then yeah, no medication. Matt's so angry that the infant mortality rate is so low now. <laughs> is that what you're 
Mark, Mark, do you have like relatives in the Philippines that might want to talk about the story? Would you mind calling someone in the Philippines to maybe, uh, maybe get their input on, on the story? Sure. I mean, I think my grandma's awake right now. It's like, what, morning? Let me go call her. All right, let's, let's call uh, Mark's grandma. Ring, ring, ring. Is anyone there? Is anyone there? Hello, this is Lola. Oh, Lola, how Good are you? Good morning. Hey, um, Lola, you're on a podcast? <laughs> what is, Mark, what, is that you, Mark? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Uh, yeah, you're in a podcast and we just... Oh, wanna... hi, Mark. Good morning. It's good to hear from you. That is great. What is a, what is a podcast? Uh, it's a radio show. Uh, it's too much, it's too much of a high concept. Um, let's just, I just want to yeah, ask you some That's questions. good, Mark. That's good. My... That's good to hear. Have you eaten today? What, what, what did you eat today? Um, some rice, like all good Filipinos. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, so my friend Joseph here wants to ask you a couple of questions, if if you don't mind, Grandma. Yeah, uh, L- Lola. Joseph, hello, Joseph. Like from the Bible. Yeah, yeah, from the Bible. That's right. That's uh, I don't think that's why my mom named me that, but uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll say that's the, the fact. But, but, but she wanted, but Bible. she wanted to, Joseph. No, my middle name is actually Satan, so it kind of evens out. Or, or <laughs> also that. from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, also from the Bible. Uh, also from the, ah, that's not good. Lola, we're talking about this uh, interesting story about a priest in the Philippines encouraging people not to use condoms, not even putting it in community pantries. Is that kind of like the, the philosophy in the Philippines not to want to wanna use condoms? I'll tell you right now, Joseph. Uh, look, there is one thing that I, I always wanted to tell Mark, but I never had the chance to tell you, Mark. I want to tell you this right now, Mark. You're an accident, but you're a good... Your mother, she told me, you're an accident, but you're a good accident because, listen, Mark, they did not use condoms. Your, your mother, she asked me, should I use a condom with this man? I said, no, you should not use a condom because it's, it's, it's more love. It is from God. And also, it feels better. It feels better when you do it raw. How do you, how do you know, Grandma? Did you... Are, Are you, you telling me I, the process? What's Mark, on? I was watching them. What? Is that I watched Filipino them, tradition? Mark. Yes, Wait, that Mama, is I our thing. I, don't, I don't know if it's <laughs> tradition. That is what I did. That is what we did. We made, yes, it is now our family's tradition, Mark. So you have to do it to your kids too, one day. Uh, uh, well, there's a, is that the reason why we don't talk about, we don't talk about it until like later? That is the reason I did not want your uncle to go to USC because that is the Trojans. I don't like the Trojans, Mark. I don't like condom. Shama, this is a lot lot of confirm. uh, This this is a lot to take in right now. This is a lot of information. May I may I I say something? And Mark, and yes, yes, you can say something. But I want to say it. it, It's a lot for you to take in. Imagine how your mother felt. (laughs) All right, you you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to side with Mark's grandmother here. I, I've heard from too many women that condoms aren't as comfortable. And uh, this lady sounds like she's been taking D for a long time, decades even. That is, that, I don't know how you know that about me, but it's true. The one well, time- I'm talking to your grandson here, so I know that there's, there's definitely been some kind of experience. 
but, but you're right. You're right. I I tried I, I tried the condom one day and I did not like it. So the rest of the time, next 40, 50 times, I had good raw D. It feels so much better. The condom so uncomfortable. Grandma, is that why you have ten kids? That is why, yes, you have ten uncles and aunties because That's we awesome. don't like condoms. Goodness. Ma'am, I like your style. Thank you. What is your name? You're a cute oh, boy. Grandma, grandma, grandma. Matt. It's nice to meet you, Matt. Matt, right. Mark, Mark, you have, why haven't you not told me about this boy? He's a nice boy to your Lola. Uh, yeah, also, I've never, uh, I've never even really used a condom. I think I tried it once one time, and I was like, nah, I'll take the kid. Oh, that is what I like, Matt. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. Grandma, like I don't that. like this at all. Um, <laughs> well, Mark, you're going to learn there's a lot of things you don't like in life. Well, but, listen, I don't like... keeping your Lola from getting Matt, you know, maybe Matt likes your Lola. Maybe, maybe that is something that you might want to start like. You know what, Matt? It, she's, she's 80. I mean, you, she, she might, might as well. I'm attracted to wisdom. Ah, wisdom. Ah, you know the right thing. Well, really, uh, ma'am, the the problem is that I'm not single. I have a girlfriend, and she would hate it if I fucked an 80-year-old. Ah, but how does she feel about condom? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to guess that she's not into them either, seeing as I've never used one on her. Okay, well, in that case, I don't have a chance, Mark. See what you did, Mark? Uh, Yeah, I apologize, Grandma. Um, I'll talk to you later. Click. Well, that was fun, Mark. Was, was that really eye-opening experience for you? That was. Uh, there was a lot of openings there. <laughs> yep, <a> lot <laughs> just a lot. You know. Um, also, like, I was an accident. Maybe that's why I'm kind of like fuck condoms because I was an accident. And mm. uh, if if my if my parents used a condom, we wouldn't be having this podcast right now. I was too. That's why I couldn't even say anything. I mean, as, she, as soon as she told you that, Mark, I just like I I didn't even want to. I was, in, I just, I was, yeah, you're awfully quiet during no, that. I was just, change. I felt weird that I'm in, I'm the new guy jumping in here. <laughs> I just, yeah, felt David, so I feel like you're like, I'm along too. Yeah, no, I listened to the whole thing, but I couldn't. Why am I, that. why am I out here pimping my grandma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, it sounds like your grandma's trying to call again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got your <laughs> phone on that. <laughs> anyway, let's get to our next story from religion <laughs> to convictions. O.J. Simpson says that Derek Chauvin deserves to be convicted for George Floyd's death. Uh, David, do you think there's a funnier person to criticize uh, De- Derek Chauvin besides O.J. Simpson? No, I don't. I don't. Maybe like I the mean, ghost of Jeffrey Epstein or something. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, no, I, I like. I don't know. I mean, I think he's just kind of like, oh, it's your turn. You know, like it's your turn to to try to get out of this shit. You know, because O.J. O.J. was trying to get out of it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, did, I mean, really, did, I mean, but shouldn't okay. he have sympathy for someone trying to wait, like, what were you trying to say? Here? <laughs> I mean, yeah, OJ was trying to convince everyone that he was innocent. And now I think he's like, you know, fucking like it, it, it's it's on the white mines. guy now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I got so basically OJ is projecting. <laughs> yeah, he's projecting. <laughs> he's trying to get the scent off of him by putting all the evil or like putting all the. Yeah, the he's anger. like, see, it happens. Yeah. He's like, so, so, you know, criminals oh, are. You know, you think OJ just goes around and calls like all these celebrity, um, celebrity convicts? <laughs> He's just like, it's your turn, bitch. <laughs> he just goes around and calling everyone guilty. He just insults them because he's better and 
than all of them. <laughs> he got it. He actually he got out. <laughs> he fucking. He got I think it'd be lawyer. great if OJ Simpson became a judge. That'd Can I tell you something cool, dude? My girlfriend's mom uh, is a judge. Is a judge, and she's the judge that put OJ Simpson to prison. Whoa! Oh, no, shit, what? no way. Yeah, Jackie oh, Black. Oh, like the the gambling part. Or the, the Vegas yes, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he oh, no, back. you know what? I think I heard I have heard her say that on stage. It's real talk, man. Yeah, oh, shit, that's crazy. Damn, dude. <laughs> Wait, did out. your girlfriend's mom choose the sentencing, too? Is that why it was so extreme? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you ever talk to your, your in-law about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you just, you just really wanted to put it on him? Are you just, like, are, with her, are you just, like, yeah, he's guilty? Or, like, or do you have, like... Well, his well, second now, trial was just, like like, kind of minor. It was, like, him stealing some some sports collectibles or something, but they put him in jail right. for a long time because they were angry about the murder trial. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like, come on, dude, you've seen the people versus OJ. Yeah. I mean, it's a, the other <laughs> documentary, like there's there, dude. And I mean, it just like, yeah, man, he got away with murder. <laughs> I mean that, or those are just really good documentaries, which you put a documentary <laughs> about anything. I'll believe it. I don't care. So I take it. OJ it's isn't coming to your Thanksgiving dinner, Matt. What's that? I take it that uh, OJ isn't coming to your Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, man. I wish. <laughs> I'd uh, Mark, love to hear the side of it. Mark, what do you think OJ's up to these days? Is he just on Twitter just uh, trolling people? Yeah, he's just on Twitter. Again, he's out there calling all these convicts and just, like, visiting them and hanging out with them. And he's like, welcome to the club, buddy. Oh, man. I think he, like, he, like called George Zimmerman or, like... Who else? Who else was like infamous? Susan. I was gonna say Susan B. Anthony. No, that's <laughs> Susan B. Anthony was what's, murdered. No, no. What's the name of that lady that drowned her kid? Oh, Casey. Oh, Anthony. Uh, Casey. Casey. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony also drowned her kid, but it wasn't written in the history books. She yeah, killed her kid with a flag. She like wrapped the kid up in a flag and. Wait, wasn't Susan? <laughs> That's Betsy Ross. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, shit. This is yeah. the anti-America podcast. <laughs> you guys obviously didn't take AP US history like I did. Got a three on the test, by the way, guys. No, not, no, no need to brag. But uh, Matt, do you think OJ's just trolling people now? Apparently you have history with him or like your, your girlfriend's family has history with him. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he can't work for any more companies. Like no more like sponsorship. You know, who's going to sponsor OJ? That makes sense. Yeah, he can. Weed brand, probably. Gloves. Glove sizing manufacturers. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. What are you guys' uh, reaction to the verdict? Um, so, so, like, uh, Chauvin got convicted, and he's, uh, he's going to get 23 hours of confinement a day, which is pretty crazy, right? Like, what would you do with that time, Matt? He gets to be alone for 25 hours. A lot of masturbating? Is that what you would do? Uh, oh, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, definitely at least once in that, in that, I mean, you get alone time in prison. Yeah. I'd spend at least, not, yeah. you said 25 hours. You guess no, 23 hours a day. Just 23 solo. hours a day. Yeah. Like I'd, solo. At least, I'd let at least four of those hours. <laughs> you think he's getting his, <laughs> his spank bank, bank ready for, for that, that? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, and what sucks is it's of the imagination. It's theater of the mind. Like, he's got nothing. Yeah, no internet. Like, so nothing. he's got to start building the stories now. You oh, know, I bet you he's even stopped jerking off now just to get ready for it. You know, like, <laughs> so, you know, when you have to, like, 
you got to take time off for the game. You know, it's like sports. No fap, yeah. I mean, he'll definitely get um, – No fap pre-trial or pre <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll definitely get enough chunking. Um, <laughs> what do you think, man? Because he's, he's chunking his dick. That's what I was going to go for. I mean, he's probably Very just going to, like – He's probably going to, like, write a book or something, like, you know. In, in his solitary confinement? Do you think they'll give him paper? Yeah, I mean, you could probably – I mean, you ha- you have to give him paper, right? I mean, is that not? I don't know what the <laughs> rules are for solitary. <laughs> you get paper. You get toilet that... paper, probably. So maybe he's just gonna write his memoirs yeah, on. Yeah, he'll just write his memoir on the toilet paper about like you know ne- on about kneeling on people's yeah. necks and how it's like you know it was his thing to do. But do you guys think uh, Chauvin's punishment is enough? Or do we do something even crazier to him? Because uh, what was the what did, yeah, what did he get? How many years did he get? So that, that's not uh, that's not settled yet. But like, if you were the judge, like uh, Matt's girlfriend's mom, what would you mm-hmm. uh, do to him? Well, life for sure. Yeah, and I know they always stack other weird shit on like like two hundred years. Like I can't believe those are still things that some like somebody files that <laughs> today on a computer. Yeah, they're all like right, in well, the event for 250 <laughs> years, and so he's like, "Fuck, all right, well, there's no way I'm gonna get out." Wouldn't you be so pissed if you like, if you got like, uh, like, like 200 or like you got like 150 years in prison or something as a sentence, and then they have this like medical technology? They're like, "We we're <laughs> we're able to get people to live 140 years." <laughs> You're like, "Fuck." No. <laughs> can we can we try to make it longer? And then he actually gets out in two hundred two thousand two hundred and fifty or whatever. Yeah. Good yeah. behavior. I get out in two hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't you think we should uh, make some money off of him? Because like putting people in prison costs millions of dollars. But Chauvin is such a famous guy now. Should we just create a Comedy Central roast of him and then use the proceeds to pay for his prison sentence? Matt, you're a comedian. Don't you think this is a great idea? Uh, I was already thinking of the name. Uh, <laughs> I'd go. Uh, the, what's his name? Jeff Ross. Derek. No, no. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? What's the guy's his oh, last Derek. name? Chauvin. 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 Yeah, the Chauvin must go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just oh. That's great. Oh, the Chauvin. I would do. Uh, I would. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hilarious. Have the other guys, the other cops that were there. Yeah, just <laughs> I'll get the audience. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well make some money off of him because, like, and you can use that money to like. Yeah, we gotta do. We gotta do that before he, before he's out of the news, right, David? Yeah, we gotta get one show like that. Hey, that that's who should that's who should before he's in prison. That's who should host SNL. All right, got twenty three hours. We can do that. (laughs) Do something like that. Oh man, the skits would be pretty. Only need him for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Anyway, wasn't, let's... He supposed, wasn't he supposed to get like 75 years in prison or something? Sorry, I started typing shit away. Is that what it was? Is that oh, really what it was? They, they haven't yeah, sentenced him. There's yet. like charges against him up to. Se- yeah, collectively up to about like 75 years possible. But that's like, yeah, that's like two life sentences, I think. I don't know, dude. I, I, uh, I also don't know if like, do you, do you kill him? Like when, do you, like, when do they start busting that one out? I mean, it, it depends on the state. Yeah, when do you just put someone on death row? Yeah, when does that... That is a state thing. So what state was this? This was Minnesota, so I Ooh, doubt it. Yeah. It was like Alabama or something, maybe. 
Oh yeah, yeah. They it would would already been hap- It already happened. <laughs> but I actually heard like death oh, penalties no. cost a lot of money because like there's a lot of appeals to it. So that there's ends up cost, there's a lot of like court appeals that come from death penalty. Uh, so uh, hmm. yeah, it, it ends up costing the taxpayer quite a bit of money. Okay, well, like yeah. whatever's cheapest to keep them uh, off the streets or free. We'll see what happens with the sentencing. Anyway, let's get to our next story from trolling to teachers. Two daycare teachers guilty of abusing, ch- abusing toddlers in baby fight club classroom. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. David, you babysit your, your nephews and nieces. Uh, what do you think about this story? Yeah, I mean, I get them to fight each other all the time, but never in the classroom. <laughs> that's not decent. You got no, some uh, morals. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like, why get them started? I guess you got to get them started early if you're really into abusing toddlers. That's terrible. I would have uh, started off with like sparring, light sparring. Why would he go straight to the fucking gloves off? (laughs) Gloves off, knives, pencils. There should be some kind of fucking Muay Thai class. (laughs) Right. Yeah, like some capoeira. Does anybody, can they roll? Are there rules? Can they just have jujitsu? Does it have to be. What's this? What's yeah? Are there any rules? Like, is this anarchy or is this fucking uh, MMA? <laughs> yeah, where is the? Where are these daycare teachers? Is this in Florida? I I don't know, but I'm like assume a, yes, it is. In I do want to see like a baby Florida. put. I do want to see a baby put another baby in a triangle. Full <laughs> 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 of diapers. That'd be adorable. Or yeah, like a baby doing a pile driver on another baby. That's not. That's not, you know, babies have thick oh. skulls, don't they? Yeah, how much could they actually, like, if the babies are fighting other skulls. babies, how much could they actually hurt each other? You know, because, like, babies can fall off, like, a like a table and they'll be fine. But do yeah, babies but... understand the concept of violence? That's the question. Or, like, are the teachers just, like, really teaching them or, like, making them watch, like, videos of, I like, Conor McGregor or something? Right, but I bet you odds are they if you put two babies in a fucking octagon together, they'll just play. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's it's you can't really. It's gonna be hard to like. Okay, even if you get them to fight each other, there's gonna be like one hit, maybe two hits, and then each one's gonna be crying, and then they're gonna want to play with each other. You're gonna have to really not- get them. You're gonna have to get them to fight each other. I feel like what it what, what that's the abusive part, like. What are you doing to get these babies to fight? Yeah, you would have to like put, you'd have to like strap like metal chains or like a metal frame on them and then do like the, you know, those nun game or those, those like robot games where you put fucking, they put fucking alpha brain in the bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Rogan's going to host the (laughs) big drinking Red Bull. They're ready to fuck each other up. I'm sure that'll get more views in most MMA fights. I think more people will be interested in seeing that. Yeah. Hey, if Jake Paul could sell out, then they fucking, you can put these babies on pay-per-view. Who would win, Jake Paul's baby or Manny Pacquiao's baby? We should find I out. I wouldn't be surprised Pacquiao. if Michael Vick's behind this shit, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick yeah. owns his daycare. He's yeah, real- how great would that be if uh, Jake Paul fought Manny Pacquiao? Ooh, I would watch it pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't even have to work out. He could just like, Pacquiao could just like fucking show up from some 
Uh, I think he's. Go? I think he's doing karaoke now. Great. Yeah. Perfect. He's in karaoke, karaoke shape. Yeah. Oh, fuck up, Jake. Ooh, they should sing karaoke while fighting. That'll be yeah, innovative. Yeah, yeah, he comes out just. So you got like Simon Cowell as a judge, and he judges their singing while they're beating the crap out of each other, and then you got to win two <laughs> competitions. Pacquiao was also a politician, man. That's how, good of, <laughs> that's how good of a boxer he was. And then you have to do a political debate in the middle of the show as well. You'll have to pass a law at the same time. <laughs> you, have to, you have to get yeah. Congress on your side. Wow. <laughs> he knows somebody inside. Tim. Oh, man, that's fun. Uh, Dave, wh- how do you think we should punish these teachers for, for making them fight babies? Um, I don't know. I think they should. Uh, they should have to get, like, beat up by like a swarm of babies I, like how many babies do you think would, would, would it take I'm thinking, like, to I'm take thinking like 90 babies at least they have like, to wear a diaper for a week oh, <laughs> yeah yeah and, and yeah you the and you diaper. can't shit anywhere but the diaper <laughs> yeah you can't change it it's one unchanged diaper for a week, week. yeah it's just yeah. overflowing in baby well no <laughs> not baby <laughs> big Adult, big, shit. big boy. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have an idea for, for what we should do with these uh, babysitters? Or maybe, or maybe there's like even a better place to put the babies besides daycares now. Maybe we should just send them to the MMA gym. It seems safer than the, the daycare now. Probably learn a lot more um, hand-to-hand fighting, close combat. Guys, would you pay to see uh, teachers like that um, fight in the octagon? Oh, of course. Like I, I would love to see regular people fight because I think like, wait, there, right? athletes, they're like these like specimens of, of beauty and like... what, what is that show? Most Extreme Challenge. Most Extreme Challenge was like a Japanese show or something. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most extreme. Yeah, where there's like, obstacles. These guys are just regular schmoes, but they, they have to run through the gauntlet of all this mechanical shit trying to knock them over and throw them in the pool. And dude, right. it's the most hilarious it's gold you can't not laugh because yeah, they have to like put people. their body in shapes while the the frame thing is moving or else they get pushed into the well, it's yeah, water should. but yeah it's just so matt you're saying that we should send these kids to that game show yeah <laughs> i'm saying no we should send the teachers oh. it'd be funny to like i don't know it just i don't know how i got on that <laughs> i said i would i would like to see like one real fighter like conor mcgregor fight 10 normal people i think that would be the more interesting uh event because it would it be like I the think, action movies I, where like one guy just knocks out everybody, or is that actually realistic? Yeah, that would be great. Actually, that would be good to watch. I, I think, think they should have uh, fights that are sanctioned between, like in movie roles, like the actual actors have to fight. <laughs> like, so you get fucking, um, <laughs> you know, you can make any matchup you want. You could get fucking. No, this, uh, this should happen in the comedy store, right, Matt? Like, if you want time, or you want set time. You have to fight uh, Bobby Lee or something. Like, I'd love to fight Bobby Lee. But you know what? Bobby Lee is an amateur wrestler. So. Yeah, I actually heard that. We're probably the same weight. He's probably he- – no, he's definitely heavier than me. I'm very light. I'm taller, though. And I feel like he said to me before that he could easily beat me in wrestling. Like, and it was like he laughed at the idea of it. And we never had our match. And I think he's can, older can now. That I had that? it like 10 years ago. I feel like Bobby would be surprised of my role game. Can can we get all of that on audio and and video? For Got the it. It's on the panel? podcast. I'm calling you out, Bobby. <laughs> Let's go. We're getting Bobby. Uh, Dynamic Bobby. panel is gonna host Bobby Lee and Matt. Hey, you know what's great, guys? The comedy store is back. 
Yes. Uh, Friday, Saturday. I bet Bobby Lee's going to be there. I bet fucking think about that. You guys get this. If, if anybody out there wants to watch like what all the pro comedians have been doing, they're all going to be working that shit out at the comedy store. It's fucking magical. Yeah. And on Thursday afternoon, they're going to wrestle each other. Will be there. I, I don't even know. I don't even know the lineup, but I know Bobby Lee would be there. They're open this Friday, starting this Friday, Friday, Saturday, and then it goes Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, awesome, dude. Okay, cool. And is Tony back there too? Um, I think Tony's in Austin. Oh, he is. He's in Austin now, right? I'm sure Bobby would be there while we're on the subject. Well, on the on the story, the I was gonna say, I think that the parents they should let the parents like like get to fight the teachers. I think that's like they're gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, like I don't think the teachers are ever gonna be prepared for parents, angry parents to. They're going to get their... their, But it sounds like these teachers could probably fight back because they can actually teach babies how to fight. The parents probably need to get some numbers. (laughs) These are violent people. These are violent people. Or like at least tie their hands together or something. But, well, no, but the parents are going to be angry. So there's like legit anger. Like, I mean, if I was angry, I still don't think I could beat Conor McGregor or something like that. Oh, no. Well, the parents, the parents should get like get to fight with both their hands and then the teachers should have to have one hand behind their back. Yes, yeah, some kind of some kind of advantage. I, I agree. Hey, you know what? It's there was a TV show. I think it was called Bully Beatdown where like these these bullies would have to fight actual MMA fighters and they just get fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's entertainment today they're just dicks they're, they're not trained in anything and they have to get in the in the octagon with somebody who's like a legitimate fighter that trains and he's like a black belt wait what's it called I think it's Bully Beatdown. Beat Are you Dude, sure I'm you didn't imagine this, this during like a drug trip? No, you know what? The reason I know about it is because no, the host it, was a fighter that came to the comedy store and he was fucking horrifying. His name was Jason. The guy Miller. with the red, the red streak in his hair. This guy yes. came to the comedy Jason store. Jason Aham Miller and he came to the comedy store and he was horrifying. I was like, who is this guy? And I looked it up and it was like the show where he beats up bullies. Makes I would ask if he was up. a cool dude. Uh, yeah, he's cool, man. But he's oh, like okay, scary, cool. dude. Like, he bought me a drink, and I, I said thank you, and I pat him on the shoulder, and he's like, man, if you uh, – he's very – he's cool about it, but he's like, yeah, man, you can't touch me like that, dude. I will literally clear out this whole bar. I'm a oh, fucking fuck. – <laughs> I was like, got it, man. Yeah, he's like, no touching. Well, yeah, because yeah, that could be – Not touch me. I can't help it. I'll snap. Yeah, that could be triggering, like, to right. – you're only, you know – You head. just know the violence in this way, you know. Yeah, he's had awesome. knockouts, you know, but he's a great fighter. You didn't offer him any shrooms, though, Matt. Wouldn't that chill him out? Um, what do you think a fighter would be like if he was on shrooms? Do you think I he would chill out, or would he just try to fight everybody? I think a lot of them take mushrooms. I know the jujitsu guys have to probably be dabbling in mushrooms because it's such a zen sport. Yeah, and my- just like comedy, it's like zenness. You know, it can mean different things to different people or cultures or whatever. But when you eat mushrooms enough, you kind of get a feel of what your form of zenness is. And and if you can learn to practice that usually, and it normally slows everything down. Anyways, it's all the same philosophies of jujitsu. So I imagine those guys dabble in the psychedelics somehow. I don't. I mean, I've yeah, heard my, my buddy. Know. My buddy, he's in Muay Thai, and he he uh, he does shrooms too, and he says it's great. It's yeah. great because it kind of like recenters you, yeah, like yeah, the universe and they. I, I know people have microdosed and like enrolled and done jujitsu ju- together. 
and like they're choke, they're going for chokeholds and submissions, and they're just, but they're in the pocket because they're fucking, they're probably cracking up, crying. <laughs> yeah, they're crying. They're, I love you, man. There's <laughs> while they're choking each other out. <laughs> you imagine they're fighting dragons or something like in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'll never tap, man. I'll never tap. Yeah, I want to tap, but I really enjoy this, man. Uh, yeah, so I want to tap. I just don't want this moment to end. We're literally rolling with each other right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same. We're the same. <laughs> oh man, that should that should be the ending of every MMA fight, or like at least we should televise that. Yeah. But anyway, on that note, it's time to end the show. Uh, but before we end the show, uh, Matt, do you have anything to promote? Any upcoming shows or anything? Um, you know what? I do. Uh, Huntington, or I'm sorry. Uh, let me just look up this. It's either Costa, Ma- Orange County. Let's do this. Orange County. I am in the big Filipino population, by the way, represent because I spent many years growing up in Orange County. Um, The Tiki Bar uh, on the 28th of May. It will be me. It is my 14 year anniversary show. So if you're in the Orange County area or the L.A. or any area that's willing to come to Orange County, go on my Instagram, which is at Matt Edgar. Matt Edgar has one T in it, um, E-D-G-A-R. Um, I put only stand-up up, guys. So if you think I'm funny at all, come look at my stand-up. It's literally what I do. And you can buy tickets on my Instagram. And I hope to see you there. Yeah, for all of our listeners, Matt's hilarious. I've seen Matt, like, uh, I think I think I've seen you, like, a handful of times live. But, like, yep. a, a lot of time each time. And I opened for you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious. Yeah, go check out his show. Yeah, you're in Costa Mesa at the Tiki Bar, you said, right? Yes, sir. Thank you for looking that up. Are you my manager? Yeah, he's at 17. <laughs> I like how David knows Avenue in Costa Mesa. My manager. It's and a 21-plus only show, but it's going to be effing hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, David, you got anything besides uh, community pantries in the Philippines? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I'm also promoting um, – Mark's grandmother and Matt getting together. Sorry, Rachel. No, you can. Yeah, they're making an adult tape. Um, <laughs> now, um, you can follow me on uh, on my Instagram, Lil Davy Fritos. I'm always doing voices, and I got some stand up. And then my fiance and I have a YouTube channel called Lex and Dave Do Stuff. Uh, we're just being a silly, fun couple. You can always check me out there. And uh, Mark, you got anything besides uh, Elon Musk's appearance on SNL? Yeah, I'm uh, promoting David and Matt's Instagrams. Uh, for, uh, just You can buy mushrooms off of their Instagrams. So yeah, just, apparently you can just DM Matt. Them. Just keep DMing them. <laughs> Hopefully uh, he'll lose my grandma's DMs. So. Yeah. Oh, wait, Joseph. Joseph, I also have another show. Can I promote? I forgot. No, you I can't. Sh- you wasted your opportunity. I'm sorry. Oh, dang it. Okay, I'll catch you guys next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I just booked a show today. It's going to be, uh, it's a, it's the film studio beam LA. It's on May 22nd in Van Nuys. Uh, Isn't that where all the porns are are filmed? Not all of them, but 90% of them. No, it's not. No, I don't. Oh, no. I used to live in Van Nuys and, uh, there's only some porn from there. Okay. I mean, it used to all be the Valley, but I think now porn's just anywhere. I it's see a lot. It, hey, man, you got to look at the background every now and then, guys. You got to see where you are. Come on. Don't get <laughs> lost in the titty. Sometimes there's a beautiful horizon right behind that fat ass. I, I see Phoenix. I see fucking <laughs> Vegas. see a lot of desert areas. That's an expert. <laughs> desert's a hot spot for that. 
Hot shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, check out David at that porn studio or wherever he's performing in Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have I'll have the time on the next show. Actually, I don't even have the time yet. For All right. It, so anyway, I'm gonna tell. I'll I'll promote it on the next show. All right. On that note, uh, for David, Mark, and Matt, my name is Joseph, and thank you for listening to Dynamic Panel.